Welcome. So good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've taken some time out of your day to join us to dig into God's Word and hopefully be uplifted and encouraged and challenged by what He has to say to us. Hope you had a good Labor Day weekend, fun Labor Day weekend with family and friends. We did. We had a good time. One of the things, though, that that happened over our weekend, it wasn't a a big deal, but my wife ended up, thankfully, it wasn't a big deal in the end, but my wife ended up losing her uh, credit card, her bank card for uh, for a bit of time. Thankfully, it was more misplaced than it was lost as she was able to find it just a few hours later after she realized that she lost it. But anytime you lose something like your purse or your wallet, or in this case, in my wife's case, your credit card, it's kind of stressful for a little bit, isn't it? I mean, it's, you know, it can be very stressful. And then certainly after you find it, hopefully, if you're lucky enough to find it, hopefully there's a, you know, or there is a sense of relief and ah, take a deep breath after you find it. As in this case, my wife found her, her credit card. There was definitely relief. But one of the things, something I've never felt when I've lost something like that, because I've misplaced and lost my wallet and Unfortunately, I had my wallet stolen before. Uh, but, you know, you always have these, these things where you misplace and, and, and hopefully you, you end up finding it. But one thing that's never crossed my mind, and it certainly didn't cross my mind this time, uh, although I guess maybe it should have based on the subject matter that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, but it didn't. It didn't cross my mind, was to send out an invitation to all of you <laughs> and to all of our friends for a big party in celebration of my wife finding her credit card. That just did not cross my mind mind. And and I bring that up because we're walking through three parables, three stories of Jesus that Jesus tells in Luke chapter 15. Uh, We looked at the first one last week, the parable of the lost sheep. We are going to look at uh, the second one this week, the parable of the lost coin. And as we look at these two parables in particular, and even the third one uh, next week, one of the interesting aspects of each story is how the joy expressed upon finding what was lost especially in these first two stories, seems to to kind of be out of proportion to what was actually lost. So let, let's look again first at the first parable that Jesus tells. And so Luke chapter 15, starting in verse 4, Jesus says, Suppose one of you has 100 sheep and he loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. And then he calls. Here's the part I want you to kind of zone in on. Then he calls his friends and neighbors and says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. And so we talked about that parable last week, and I encourage you to go back and listen to last week's lesson. But just kind of dealing with it in, in... combination with this week's parable that we're going to look at this week's story. But just thinking about this this story in particular in terms of maybe not sheep, it's maybe hard for us to wrap our minds around, but just in terms of our overall wealth and our overall uh, possessions, our money. Suppose that we compare those sheep to our 100 sheep to 100% of our wealth. How many of us would be devastated to lose 1% of our wealth? Now, would I be sad? <laughs> certainly. I, I wouldn't like it, right? But devastated? Probably not. And certainly I wouldn't put the remaining 90 per, 99% at risk to, to try and recover the 1% that's lost. And so that part's kind of 
crazy for us to maybe wrap our minds around. And then when you think about the last one, lost 1%, would you then go on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, whatever it is, and post a picture of you and that 1% with an invitation for everyone to come to your house and celebrate with you because you've found the lost 1%, the 1% that was missing? No, that, that just, it doesn't make sense, right? But you have to admit one thing. It is joyful. And while it may not make much sense to us, According to Jesus, it makes perfect sense in heaven. Hold that thought. Maybe the next parable, though, will help us to, maybe it'll seem more reasonable to us and and more measured to us. So Jesus says this in Luke chapter 15, verses 8 through 10. He says, suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and she loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp and sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it? And that makes sense, right? She lost something. Search for it, look for it, just like my wife did her credit card. And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. Jesus says, In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in heaven, in the presence of the angels of God, over one sinner who repents. And again, my guess is that we can all relate to losing something, especially in this case, uh, or specifically in this case, losing something in our house. Some of you are like, yeah, I do that several times a day. But, but we can all relate to, to, to losing something or misplacing something, right? Losing our keys or our phone or our glasses. And, you know, we're, we're looking for them, we're searching for them, whatever it may be. And that's what happens to this woman. Jesus says she loses one of her silver coins, one of a set most likely of, of silver coins. The word Jesus uses here in the text was typically understood as equivalent to about an average day's wages in value. And based on minimum wage numbers, that could fall somewhere between 60 to $80 in, in our money today based on, you know, they worked a six-hour workday back then, a typical Roman soldier, Greek soldier. So, you know, basically somewhere between 60 and $80, maybe if you calculate for an eight-hour workday. Uh, many scholars on top of that believe that this was not only part of a set, but part of a wedding dowry, which would certainly increase the value of it if it's part of a set, also would increase the, the sentimental value of it to this, this woman. But at most, we might be looking just from a practical standpoint of value maybe $100, maybe $150 on the high end, <clears throat> certainly not much more than that. And, and so it's a decent amount of money, right? But it's not a fortune. However, if she's going to, to, to have a party and, and, and celebrate finding her lost coin, and she's going to invite what appears to be more than just a few neighbors and friends, right? There's a decent chance, if you think about it, she's going to end up spending more money on the party than she just recovered by finding the coin. Again, just from a practical perspective, this just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But again, you have to admit, it is joyful. And again, while it may not make much sense to us, according to Jesus, it makes perfect sense in heaven. And this kind of upside-down economy has always made sense from heaven's perspective. You think about it, in the beginning, God made mankind, gave mankind a perfect, uh, made and then gave mankind a perfect place to live with everything that we needed at our fingertips. And to top it all off, God gave us this perfect relationship with himself. There were few restrictions, really only one, but man rebelled, did it his way. And over the years, we've just kept on rebelling and trying to do things our way. And our sin required the sacrificial death of God's one and only Son 
And even with this ultimate provision, the majority of mankind still rebels and has rebelled more and more and more, refusing this free gift of eternal life. And yet, here's the beauty and wonder of it all. Because here and there, by God's grace and mercy, some single one of us turns to faith, turns to God by faith in Jesus Christ and prays God. The party begins in heaven. And from a human perspective, that just doesn't make sense. But it makes sense to heaven. And you have to admit, it most certainly is joyful. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.